0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the From the Back Teas podcast. It's a podcast that is From the Back Teas. I'm Jerry Lou. And with me, as always, is our editor in chief of FromTheBackTeas.com, Zachary Penser. Zach, how you doing today, buddy?
1: I'm doing all right. Don't nobody. Oh, wait. I'm doing all right. How about you? I completely <laughs> fucked that up this week.
0: My I'm catch... all right. I don't have a catchphrase anymore.
1: <laughs> I just stole your catchphrase.
0: Well, you're well. You're probably excited. Why are you excited? We got a guest on.
1: Big guest. We got none other than Reed Martin, who's caddying on tour for uh, arguably the best Twitter name out there, Homeless Tubbs. Mark <laughs> Hubbard. How you doing, Reed? Thanks so much for coming on.
2: Doing good, boys. So thank you for having me. What uh, what's
0: happening with y'all? Oh Zach, you uh, you seemed to you were uh, seemed the busiest today, maybe. What's up? What did you do today, Zach?
1: I was a busy day. I'm out at school, then hit up some ping pong bar tonight. Uh, it was quite something.
0: Is that wait? Is that like an Asian thing, or is it like the table tennis? I don't know what you guys call table it. Table tennis. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure, dog.
1: It was five dollar <laughs> martinis tonight, so you know, you gotta gotta get your worth.
0: I'm glad you said table tennis because $5 martinis doesn't clear anything up. But hey, I mean,
1: you know. (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do. Hmm. Yeah, table tennis.
0: I can't can't hang with a fourth
2: grader in table tennis,
0: man. Well, it's either you grow up with it or you don't, I've noticed. And it just so happens in all my stupid circles I grew up with around here, like one guy had a pool table and we weren't allowed over to his house because it was so nice. It was like Cameron Fry's house and Ferris Bueller's day off. You know, it's like a museum, it's very cold and you're not allowed to touch anything but and then like nobody had a ping pong table so yeah table tennis was out the door for me (laughs) so uh yeah i I essentially i've been counting this week for um about 16 of your ilk zach but they're all from winnipeg so it's very weird it's like meeting it's like meeting an american from uh god where would be like the most like generic middle of the road place i don't want to say oregon because oregon still counts as west coast but uh I don't know, I, I guess, God forbid, like Pittsburgh, maybe, where it's just Pittsburgh, like, because I've been to Pittsburgh a lot. Pittsburgh's a great place, but it's like, I can't pick up the accent there. They seem to be pretty nice, but that was when they were on one of their Super Bowl runs, so, you know, they are in generally good mood.
2: How oh, about the Pittsburgh Penguins, man? Eighty-seven,
0: seventy-one. 71
1: Zach? Yeah, exactly. That's Reed's squad right there, the Penguins.
0: Yeah, they... uh I mean, I, I uh, living in Maryland for several years, those Caps fans, they hated the Penguins so much. But everyone from Maryland hates every team that they're playing. They claim a rivalry with whoever they're squaring off with that night.
1: I like that, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, good for them. But they say, like, Baltimore and, like, Pittsburgh, the Steelers have had, like, the Ravens, the Steelers have had the longest, dirtiest rivalry ever. It's like, no, nah, one of these teams didn't exist <laughs> for that long. So, uh, anywho, uh, Zach, um, you want to start rolling into some questions with Reed here?
1: Yeah, well, first, I guess uh... – you want to give a quick introduction to yourself, Reed, and how you uh, got to where you're at? I know right now you're caddying for Mark Hubbard, who actually finished ninth last week, so congratulations on that backdoor finish for you guys. All-time yep. Twitter handle, Homeless Hubs.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that Homeless Hubs, uh, I've, I've been caddying. Actually, I played a lot growing up. Uh, National the um, Junior League level, collegially at UCF, and then... Uh, tried playing professional myself and ended up not working out. And so I had a friend from college who uh, needed some help. And I went out and work, started working for him and just, uh, build it, built it from there. But I uh, got hooked up with uh, Hubbard late last year. He needed help in Boise in the playoffs. And my my boy had missed the playoffs. And so we went out there and uh, had a pretty good week, except you know, we struggled the final round. dropped us on the leaderboard a little bit, but worked well together. And, Message in the off season and just told him that you know I was interested in working full time for him and met him in uh, Bogota, Colombia. and went from there. So third event together, we uh, we actually won. Sorry, the fourth event, fourth event would be together. We actually won and nice. we, we carried the season on from there. Nice,
1: not a bad way to kick things off. No, hell yeah. no.
2: So, so- uh, but you know, big hockey fan outside outside of golf. Big hockey fan, man. I love. Uh, going to minor league games, major junior games. Um, if it weren't for golf, I'd probably surround myself all around hockey.
1: Really? Anytime you're in Montreal, you hit me up. We'll hit up a Habs game, Habs Penguins.
2: Absolutely. Anytime.
1: During <laughs> the game, we'll hate each other, but after the game, we'll party <laughs> it up. All the Jaeger bombs.
0: You tell me when or where, and I'm there. Amazing. Not, that sounds perfect. Uh, but real quick, because you told us a little bit off the air, uh, Reed, uh, where are you from? You said you're at, like, you would call Phoenix your kind of residence, as we're all, maybe, God, if we're starting to become, like, mostly just a caddy podcast, God forbid, like, and all um, these people would be asking us what the life of the cat Like, okay, we'll keep showing you all these different lives and how it's not all cookie cutter, but you said Phoenix, Arizona, quote unquote, could be your de facto home, but you said you're from Seattle?
2: Yeah, born and raised just north of Seattle in a, a little town called Muckleteo, Washington.
0: How far outside Seattle is that?
2: Uh, maybe 25 miles north.
0: Oh, north. Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. usually people – yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know too many people from Seattle, but usually they point a different direction or or they won't admit they're from Tacoma altogether. I mean <laughs> – 95% of
2: them are t- for, from Tacoma, man, even if they caddies. are all Chambers Bay guys.
0: See, I, I get that. And that's the tr- That's the stupid trouble of me just working only at Bannon Dunes and working there right. year-round. I see people come and go, and it's just like, oh, I've never even been up there fucking Chambers Bay yet It kind of sucks I <laughs> mean'll right, tell
2: you, I'll tell you what I lived outside of Chambers Bay for almost a year and I never went and played there oh really yeah
0: never, you worked you, you worked the course at least right chambers no no I was actually you, yeah, oh, I, was you just, right
2: before I got started out yeah I was actually in Sweden uh, huh? when that when that tournament was going on the guy who I actually was catting for was uh, was getting married in Sweden so I was with him when that tournament was going on that was mile from the house kind of a you, weird situation was,
0: you can tell if it's a Tiger it's no big deal I mean we're trying Connor to Ar-
2: Con- Connor Arundel was his name I was working for a boy of mine oh uh, nice dad looks exactly like Albert Einstein man
0: <laughs> that's and that's a very unique look <laughs> you look up you
2: look up Connor Arundel and his long he, he, they tell him he looks like Charlie Hoffman so you take an older Charlie Hoffman and you got Albert Einstein in the mix <laughs>
0: Interesting. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to try and merge that later on some type of app we got out there. Uh, so I got a quick question to you that anytime we have a caddy on, I want to ask this personally to get it right off the gate. Um, cause I've texted, I've texted Zach this question before to do interviews, putting other interviews and he's not to say he's fudged it up, but not being a caddy, he didn't understand what I was trying to get at, but let me put it this way. Ever since I discovered Randy Sun waterproof socks earlier this year, that has been become like my new, favorite thing since like chapstick or like gold bond or whatever so my question to you reed is what's like and it could even be like a freaking good luck charm whatever but what's like and like Lorcan did because he got a little like sponsor whorish on us for a second which was adorable but like what would you say is like the one piece of gear or one thing you can't live without or one thing that helps you the most when you're on the job
2: well when i'm on the job one piece of gear uh you know i wouldn't say it helps you the most but my compass can get with me at all times is uh It's just kind of my my backbone, you know, if if I don't trust it in the book, it's my compass. I go straight to my compass, and that's that's pretty much my, the only thing that I use besides my yardage book on the job. I mean, really what it is, everything else is done and prepared.
0: So when you say compass, are you referring to the thing that Bryson got banned? Are you referring to the thing that they hope Cub Scouts are using that actually points to Magnetic North? (laughs) No, the actual Northeast Southwest compass. Interesting. You know, see, and I mean, not to say like Bryson did stuff or he was the first or whatever, but anytime I see some little application that people don't normally use in golf, I enjoy that. Like I saw years ago, a guy using a musical metronome on the range to get his like, you know, I'm like, hey, I didn't think of that. And I was a drummer since I was like age four. I was just like, duh, that's a good idea. But a compass... I'd say that's the first I've thought of that, but that makes perfect sense. It's but all these are drugs in the
2: wind. It's, it's, mainly, it's mainly wind stuff. That's what we use it for.
0: Exactly. I mean, God, in the 15 years I took off from caddying at Band of Dunes, we uh, developed cell phones and weather apps. And I'll admit, the, uh, the apps are pretty good to the point where it's like, oh, all you have to do is tell me once where the wind's going. And say for today when we finally our storm was done and it shifted back to the north wind, uh, ultimately that was just the whole point was it's just like, just where's the wind coming from? That's it. I mean, like some guys use yardage guns, some guys use yardage books out there. I mean, it's take your pick. I mean, in the end, you don't need all that stuff. But and some guys really love Under Armour underwear. That's why I asked the question to you exactly. <laughs> what's the thing you you know you and you use?
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 really it. I don't I don't have any clothing uh, clothing deals or you know any clothing uh, uh, things that I wear. Or whatever, it's just just my compass, man. My bib, my compass.
0: Follow up question, then Zach. Sorry, and then you can go. Um, what percentage of caddies in general would you say have any deals whatsoever? And are those deals even like uh, like? Do you get money for it, or like, or just like you- you get big year or whatever, whatever?
2: Well, I mean, I, I have actually have hats coming, but that's uh, they're not they're not with me yet. They should be here in the next week or so, week, week or two. Um, but uh, besides that, um, I would. I mean, I don't know, man. It's all it's all caddies are becoming more relevant and more relevant. As far as clothing deals, day by day, so it's just it's. Well, you're visible.
0: Man. You're just as visible as the golfer, for Christ's sakes. Right,
2: right. Yeah. You know, and so you know, I would say some have deals and some don't. But as far as asking percentage, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I mean, I know all the Nike caddies have to wear Nike stuff. Um, that,
0: I just that, know. I know. Yeah. That would, pr- that would probably be a question, like, obviously, we, we uh, only had so much time with Lorkin, but we want to try and fill in all the blanks to be like, oh, well, like, if you don't oh, earn yeah. your bread and butter one way, do you earn it another way, or is it sure. just free popos? I mean, a lot of people would like to know that, probably, so.
2: Right, right, 100%. So, exactly.
1: uh, one question I actually have for you is, how did you end up on manning the bag for Mark, of all people? I guess you end up with someone, but... <laughs>
2: Yeah, man, so I was, uh, I was actually in Salt Lake City uh, getting ready to go to just outside of Colorado to uh, Club Caddy for the fall before the snow came in, and Lorcan had called me and said, uh, or he actually put a message on our um, our big group chat, we had, like, we had a caddy group chat on, on the corner, and said, that, uh, I have a guy looking for, for a caddy, does anyone need work, and so I mis-messaged him, and it was Hubbard, and we ended up working really well together, just kind of, I'd, I'd been on the tour all year, and seeing him and stuff we went well did well together and just continued there there on out um yeah i mean it was all through lurking which is funny because you guys were talking to him the other day
1: exactly yeah that's a pretty sweet finish for you guys week one eh nine, week one, nine.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah fresh out the gates with the top 10 love that right
2: so yeah but yeah as far as going to the pga with him i mean we, we, we meshed pretty well together and just kind of do our thing. And, we, we had, you know, we had a discussion at some point throughout the end of the season. And we just kind of decided we were going to go with each other. And week one was good, man.
1: And do you guys know where you're at throughout the tournament? Like, around four, where you're at? Like, do you want a birdie to get top ten? Or do you just play it out as it is, give your best, and then see how it ends after 18?
2: Yeah, I mean, you just kind of – you're hitting every golf shot you can most efficiently, and that's that's the softest way I can put it. You know, depending the lie, the line, or the wind, or whatever, wherever the pin is, you're hitting whatever golf shot you can the most efficiently in the highest percentage way. You know, I mean, sure, when you need to make up a shot or whatever, you kind of take a, something a little more heavy on and maybe challenge a bunker, or the water, or whatever. But uh, you know, it's just kind of one step in front of the other, and just keep trucking.
0: Well, real quick, I just I just thought of this while you were talking. Just and it's just something I could say absolutely to any caddy because I I joke around with a lot of guests at the resort. I'm like, oh, when we're at full strength, I mean, you're looking at like 350 other people who've done everything in the world but are good at nothing else in the world. That's why we're caddies. So, not suggesting, Reed, that you're not good at anything else because we talked a little ping pong talk and you know we talked some hockey or whatever. But if you just real quick. Because I always joke to say, if I wasn't a caddy, I'd probably be working uh, at Napa Auto Parts uh, selling uh, parts or something or whatever. But if you weren't a caddy, what would you be doing? Like, or, I mean, did you, was this your calling?
2: I would be in the hockey organization of some sort, working in the back offices, 100%. That's um, sweet. I've got a lot of friends and family that are not so much family, but a lot of friends in, that, in the organizations and
0: know a lot about it and love it and be Perfect. Chit chat. That sounds awesome. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, what was one of my other questions here? Uh, screw it. I'll just ask this one that uh, a buddy of mine who he caddies here at Band of Moons in the offseason now, he's got his stripes, but he still keeps going back to Sand Valley. Like we got this reciprocating pipeline between the two places. But uh, he had a question he asked me real quick uh, just a few minutes ago. He said, and you can answer one of these or hopefully maybe it's the same thing, but he asked, what was your craziest trip to an event and or what was the weirdest place you've ever stayed while working?
2: Caddying or playing
0: or either? I'll take either. I mean, because I I, I can dig it. Like, there are a lot of caddies out there where it's like one played in the, like, 99 Scottish Open and took, like, a T10. One guy played on the Canadian Tour for, like, in 06 or whatever. It's like, I mean, there's, like,
2: all the same. Not finish-wise, but craziest trip ever had in terms of golf was going to Bangkok, Thailand for uh, Asian Tour Q School. I mean, if you haven't seen it all going over there, I mean, you've seen everything and everything you can ever imagine.
0: Because it's so cheap. I mean, that's why you can see everything you can imagine is because it's affordable, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, yeah, I've never seen a place selling tarantulas on the side of the road and scorpions on the side of the road for, you know,
0: 30 bot, which is less than a dollar. Well, I mean, you haven't been to the right streets in Tijuana, man. <laughs> right, right. I've
2: never been to Tijuana. But
0: be no, but correct there bangkok's got obviously way different i mean <laughs> that's uh, that's really sweet though i mean i i love hearing bangkok stories i've never been but uh
2: oh, that's something you got to check out at least once
0: uh, well i mean i was hoping when i was in the service that i uh, i would catch that but it turned out that didn't work out so uh so thank you thank you brian or as i call him cap for uh, for the question uh zach you got another one there uh
1: i have some other questions a bit off topic on it but one of the questions that Lorcan gave us a simple answer of he doesn't deal with this problem. What are your thoughts on players' loyalty to caddies?
2: Players' loyalty to caddies. Um, you know, I I can give you the cliche answer that I don't deal with it because it's true, but I'll give you the uh, you know the, the kind of inside whatever. Mark you know, Mark and I are fine, we have loyalty to each other and whatever, but there there are some um, situations that arise that others notice, you know, from time you know, caddies transfer bags time to time, whatever. And it's just part of the business, man. I mean the, a caddy player match is a caddy player match and one's one and one is found and the other and you know it's right. Um, you know, it's just like a swing coach and a player or whatever. Um, so I think, you know, when, when someone finds someone who they truly want, you know, it's there is no worries, and it is pretty loyal. And, and you know, there's nothing to really watch it back on in this and
1: that. And do cool. you ever, Do you ever find that you get – or what are your thoughts about being blamed or reprimanded for shots gone bad, having the wrong yardage, kind of like the speech with or, or Webb with his coach – or Paul Casey with his coach, sorry, not Webb. with to throw him under the bus.
2: I mean, dude, at the end of the day – you know, raw numbers are raw numbers. So raw numbers are going to be right, but when you have so many elements and stuff going into every shot, as far as uh, elevation and wind and temperature and how much release and how firm is the grass and this and that, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, everything's an educated guess to the best of my knowledge. And so, as a human error, you're gonna you're gonna be wrong from time to time, and you just got to accept it and, and move on. That's why we all play 72 holes.
0: Oh yeah, that makes uh, that makes perfect sense. Now let's let's take a couple steps back here because this is the question that everyone always asks, and I'm gonna guess every time we have a caddy on, I'm gonna ask it because I don't have the answers, and even the guys on tour don't have the answers. But can you tell us, read what your path to getting on the tour was, essentially, or like, or, or even better, is there a generic path to the t- to being a caddy on tour? Because we all know there isn't. But we keep getting people who do ask all the time. It's like, who's the path to get on tour? It's like I don't know, like stuck at the golfer or something, and like you're just that close to the playing playing on tour. I don't know. I mean,
2: I mean, there is absolutely no written book and path. And I've had people tell me before that you know ask me before I should say you know how do I how do I get started in this and that. And honestly, it's creating relationships. And I think that if you're gonna call it a path, it's creating relationships with people and. You know, hoping that and, you know, I, ultimately you're going to a, uh, a tournament where anyone can win, more or less, especially when you get to the tours like this. And then it's – it's you put your nose down at and work and, and, and do your job and, and you do it as golf. best as best you, as you know can. Golf. And you got to know golf, man. I mean, no you no you got to know, golf, no, no, no. You, gotta know
0: oh you know, anything. And all Who's that? that? Who's and that? that? Who, who says – who says you got to – Yeah, we got to get a name. Who said no golf? You got to know golf.
2: This is uh, Landon Ewing. <laughs> He can, he can chime in if he wants, man. He's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah, no, this
0: isn't Yeah, Landon,
1: get in here. Don't just be a background noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just golf knowledge. Just, you just, I got into it just because of, uh, I've played golf my whole life and just the, the, the relationships you create, through, you know, throughout golf. And, I mean, uh, you know, you play, you play junior golf, high school golf, college golf, you know. Like, prime example, you know, I grew up playing the, with Bronson Burgoon, I hadn't seen Bronson Burgoon since we played high school golf together, and we used to battle. And today on the range, we were just—we hadn't seen each other in 12 years, and it's just relationships and knowing No, no kidding. Well, awesome, man. No one pre- no pre- Easy. What was his first time again? Talking
1: with Landon.
0: Landon, that's right. <laughs> that's Landon. The Don. Oh, the dawn. Oh. The dawn. <laughs> See, that's I'm, I'm scared, and I stay at my resort, so uh, obviously I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well good stuff um so uh zach uh, you got uh, another question for him
1: yeah so i have a twitter question by uh adam kovalt at foster kovalt who asked your thoughts on range finders and green books
2: uh i think they they should not be allowed either one um uh not green books either it takes a feel out of the game yeah it takes the the time out of the game it comes much slower um in my opinion. I mean, I, I just think that the golf is was born and bred to be played, figuring out how to get a little ball in the hole. So that's with raw with raw knowledge and talent. I mean react. React that's react crazy to react, because, react temperature, react to the wind, react to everything. Yeah. I'm not I don't to prove anything on a calculation anymore, man. Like I mean, sure you're gonna get rid of your best you know, your best knowledge and try to figure out a yardage, but then the day, what it would happen if a, if a gust of wind comes up over the ball? I mean, you gotta react to it.
1: Exactly, yeah. I agree with you guys, and what amazes me is it seems like everyone we've spoken to agrees with the fact of getting rid of it, yet they still have it out there. So it must be a a few of the top guys must be very for it. But I I agree with you. That's part of the game. I think that's what the players should have to deal with without the books.
2: Right, I mean, I'm not going to change anyone, you know. If they're out here or not, but I can have a view on it. I, I think they need to be gone. But I mean, whatever. I mean, if you if you if you allow me you allow them, and anyone they're fair their fair game. So I mean, everyone's on the same you know, level playing field.
0: Exactly. Now, yeah, I mean, if there's an advantage, I'll take it. But I mean, some days I'm too lazy to use the gun or or my book, and I just kind of just like well. Then again, like I said, I hide on my resort. We and we luckily only have four courses there, so that's all I have to think about. But. uh I mean that's that's why I love going back to this thing you said about the compass that's uh, that's uh, quietly brilliant right there I mean because even though we can know where the wind direction is at all times period I mean it's still you don't know where you're at sometimes I mean that's uh, I right. like that it's, uh, pretty slick especially if it changes on the spot too like he was just talking about if a gust comes up you got to be prepared for it so oh
2: well, I mean I mean you can change you know just just within the hole on the compass too I mean from T box to green can your, 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 your wind direction your your north can change by 40 degrees or whatever. Oh yeah, how the you know the second shot is and the tee ball fits. but I just like it as a, as a backup for you know just confirmation, man. I mean, the winds the winds can come from the northeast all day. Okay, it's from the northeast and northeast at uh, two o'clock or whatever.
0: Right. So oh, I hear that, uh, Zach. Other than my last question, do you got anything else for uh, Reid here?
1: No, I got nothing specific. If you if you have.
0: Okay. No, I don't have anything either. I got everything covered here. So basically, I got. One last question for you Reed. It's uh we're trying to be cool like all the other podcasts like no laying up where they ask like people it's like when was the last time you paid to play golf which is, you know, a pretty slick question. I like that. But they oh, already took
1: well, it. before before we get to that final question. I don't have any Twitter questions. I got some questions. We got to ask the final question, save it for the end. One question I have for you Reed is what are your goals for this year with Hubs and what, like, what are, you, what are one of the things you're looking forward to this year? Do you have any specific goals or any tournaments you're looking forward to playing?
2: I mean, for sure, I have goals. Uh, I mean, I'd like to go, I mean, you can go as deep as winning this week. I mean, that's a goal of mine. But, um, you know, if you're going to talk future goals and whatnot, I mean, a goal of mine that I've had since the beginning of this year is to go out to every tournament, you know, teeing it up Thursday morning, being as prepared as I physically can be physically and mentally uh, you know, yardages
0: whatever i was gonna say don't get fired but i mean you can still work every week and get fired a lot i, I mean i've seen that happen before too <laughs> right
2: right this, this is true make caddies great again make caddies great again
0: hey but, you know. my in tweet for a long time was 2019 was the year of the caddy and this was like right when the kuchar uh, bullshit was bubbling up and by that i mean <laughs> yeah there was four things that he did but that whole him and his caddy thing was right right when i was just like oh we're gonna get a lot of tension this year like and everyone's like now we know everyone's Twitter handle. Hell, we're interviewing like these great caddies now. I mean, and normally it's just like, well, nobody cares. It's like that, yeah, they're right there for Christ's sakes. I mean, and we want to hear their conversations. Well, why wouldn't we know who what the other end, who that other than the conversation is?
2: Right. I mean, I don't know, man. Caddies, we we, we put in a lot of hard work, dude, and it, sometimes it's it's overlooked. But at the end of the day, you know, we we all we're all a team, and that's, that's what it comes down to
1: absolutely there seems to be a big like uh group of the caddies they stick together kind of help each other out and then one of my other questions we asked Lorcan this as well is if you're cadding with anyone i let's take tiger woods out of it because i feel like he's the answer for most people who would you want to be teeing it up with come sunday if you could be with anyone
2: as far as tour players um I don't know some guys I've kind of idolized when I was young. I mean, I don't know if I'll have Ernie L's. I'd love to tee it up on Sunday with Ernie L's. I think he's just so easy going, relaxed, and chill. And that's kind of how I
0: am. Um, well, I think hung over a lot, honestly. I, I mean, I've heard a lot of stories about him. So, like, when you've seen him on TV, he's just been that smooth golfer. But my God, that guy likes to put the bottle back. I mean, oh, really? Is... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I thought this was like borderline public knowledge. I mean, this guy, let me put it this way like, there's enough, like, some people have done podcasts or interviews from his private jets like all over the world. And they get drunk enough that like they have to calm her <laughs> down because he starts to get a little racist. And they're just like, er- Mr. Ernie, just settle down, buddy. I mean, it's like because he's just an old South African with a lot of money. And he was a white guy. I mean, call it right. what you wish. <laughs> right, I mean,
2: like, Hey, man, there's backstory to everyone. You just never know who it is and what it is, you know, whatever.
0: Hey, we, were, we weren't, uh, there's there's still nothing that sticks to him. It's just, uh, it's just like he loves to drink, and when he drinks, he starts to get a little loose with his lip, and then, then some people need to, like, check him. I was like, Ernie, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Did he knock
2: somebody
0: out of the plane? I yes. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I, I, and I don't even know who like the best like anchor is in terms of like somebody has like all these stories or somebody was up there the most with them, but I forget who it is. I mean, some other news company, but it's not somebody out. out. Who, who yeah, did
1: knock on out? the plane, that came out. I forget who it was, but you're right. Uh,
0: uh, Ernie Els knocked somebody out. Hold on. Was it great? Yeah, somebody Google that. While, while we're getting to that, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Reed our final question. So this is the question I want to ask everybody just because it'll make you think for a second, but it's, you, you can't have a bad answer. If you read, Martin could be the president of any fan club. That is like everyone comes to you because you know the, all the knowledge, and you're like you also are really into it. What would that fan club be? Like for who? For what? What would it be?
2: For what fan club? Sidney Crosby, man, all about Sidney Crosby. I had to throw that in your face, Zach.
0: Interesting. Number eighty.
1: I love Crosby. I can't. I have say, a but,
0: do Canadians not like Sidney or something?
1: No, we love Crosby. He's not a Maple Leafs player, so he's not on the least. All, all, all the
0: Canadians love Crosby. Man. It was Steve Marino.
2: Everyone in the NHL. Oh, yeah. Steve Marino.
0: That's <laughs> <Crazy laughs> the fact that fucking
2: comment on the side.
0: <laughs> Knock, Ernie Els knocks knocked Steve Marino out. From a okay, that's, home. that's the first thing I'm Googling as soon as we get off this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I gotta I gotta get I gotta get all the dirt on that. Uh so there we go. Reed Martin wants to be the uh president of the Sydney Crosby fan club. That's that was essentially what I wanted to put on a uh, on a little uh, uh plate that you can put on your uh, desk there. So That's right, man. Uh, it's all about eighty seven. Hey are I can, you guys you know, heading
1: can... to the Canadian Open this year?
2: Are we heading to the Canadian Open? Hopefully, yeah. I mean we should be, but uh nothing's ever for sure. For sure. We gotta get some good good tournaments under our belt.
1: Where where is it this year? I should know of everyone, but it changes. Uh, you
2: know. I have to look at the schedule, man. I, I don't remember. I know it changes.
1: Hopefully, Montreal or Toronto. Then.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's something I'll have to double check.
0: <laughs> well, those are yeah, those are essentially the two places uh, Zach's going to be bouncing back and forth. Um, Reed, you got any plugs like where we can see you other than uh, hopefully on the weekends on a major TV network? I mean,
1: just on Golf Channel. Not a big deal.
0: Well,
2: just on golf, man. Now I, mean, no, I, I just in Phoenix, and I'm home in Phoenix. I'm either, I'm either at the golf course out here, and when I'm not, you know, I'm not at the golf course. I'll go grab a beer. I'll go chill at the room. I'm pretty easy going, man. I don't go do a whole lot. Uh, we
0: you got to like rest, a... we, were, we were down at the lake uh, fishing with Boo Weekly today. Oh sweet! I heard he's a cool guy to kick back with. I mean, yeah, Boo's great? Tough. Yeah, just bring um, that to the light.
1: With a name like Boo, could you not be great?
2: Oh,
0: I mean, you can like, make it
2: just Boo. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Um, nobody. You got any like uh your Twitter handle, like any website or like uh anything like that that you want to? Put no, I mean down
2: I, down don't, down. I don't, I don't, I have a Twitter and I have an Instagram, but I never use them. I
0: think they're R Martin Golf Pro. From
1: when plug the other R Martin. Yeah.
0: yeah. What was that about? <laughs> Zach? You, mean that, you mean that that dinosaur catcher for the Dodgers we got dealing with right yeah, now. Yeah, for don't those
1: know. listening. I He's our third stringer pod. I tweeted out the pod tagging Hubs's proper Twitter <laughs> but the incorrect Reed Martin and oh. the Reed Martin that I tagged responded as if it was the right Reed Martin.
2: That's hysterical, man. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. He just went with
1: it. He's like, "Yeah, looking forward to it." I'm like, it's "Not you."
2: <laughs> you're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Hey, other Reed Martin, if you're listening to this, man, you need to come out and catch me. Come find me.
0: All right. Well, I, you can find me uh, still catting every day at Band of Dunes Golf Resort. Just when you request the jock, just ask for Jerry Lou. And you can find me on Twitter at Jerry Lou Looper One. That's the number one. Zach, what do you got?
1: Yeah. So uh, before, before we go, just in case, Reed, for when you do come to uh, Canada, I can take you out to a Habs game or Leafs game. Fuck the Leafs. But then I'll root for your penguins. What's your drink of choice?
0: IPA brother.
1: IPA? And, the Perfect. hoppier the IPA. better.
0: Absolutely. Well you wait, can just I what the heck? I feel like a piece of shit now. I should be like offering all our guests hey anytime you want to, because I have a big house here with room and like I get you got of bandit <laughs> dudes no and I haven't like I have like I have Oregon.
1: No one watches hockey in Oregon. It's Jerry. not just
0: about hockey. Hey, what what is your website about, brother? I know you're. I, I'm not going to say your handicap out loud, but what are we talking about here? What is, what is the whole genesis of this that you brought me onto as employee number two? huh?
1: yeah. Let's never talk about my handicap again. So you can find us at From the Back Tees on Twitter, <laughs> from the If you look up handicaps at uh, Elmridge Local Golf Club, you'll find me in the uh, ninety, uh, around ninety to ninety-five. Not a big deal.
0: oh hey, man
1: Make a birdie every once in a while. Not a big deal.
0: Uh, All right. Well, uh, it was nice chatting with you, Reed. We really appreciate it, man. Not a problem, guys. Thank you very
2: much. All the best to you. We'll talk soon.